0: My seven chakras, episode 10.
1: First, the mind must be healed. Second, the body must be made sound. If the mind is healthy, conforming to a path of integrity, then the body becomes sturdy of its own accord. The seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head for thousands of years. This ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. Join Aditya as he embarks on a journey to interview healers, thought leaders and experts who have dedicated their lives to raising the level of human consciousness. Welcome to My Seven Chakras, and now
0: your host, Aditya Jai Kumar So good morning, good afternoon. Or good evening, my dear listeners, I am elated to bring you our featured guest today, Marla Mervis Hartman. Marla, are you ready to inspire? Oh, yes. Perfect. (laughs) As a living, light Reiki master, Marla has been enthusiastically practicing and teaching Reiki for 15 years. She teaches all levels of Reiki, including children's Reiki classes and leads regular Reiki circles and Reiki practitioner nights. Marla applies Reiki in her body image workshops and Reiki for weight balancing program. So Marla, I've given our listeners a mini introduction. So why don't you take about 40 seconds to introduce yourself?
1: Great. So my name is Marla Mervis Hartman. And as AJ said, I'm a living light Reiki master. And I have been sharing Reiki with many, many people. And it's my passion. It's something that I I love to do. Reiki is such a loving, beautiful, healing, fabulous energy. And I've seen so many people's lives transform from it. I also teach a program called Love Your Body, Love Yourself. And this is a program that I teach around body image and food and weight issues for women. And so I infuse a lot of all of my Reiki practices into this program that I teach. And I have a program called Reiki for Weight Balancing as well. And so that's a lot of of where my passion is right now. I'm living in Los Angeles, sunny California. I am a, a mother and a wife, and I am a mover and a shaker. I love to move my body and feel energy through my body and what else can i tell you about me that's important for this moment that you won't i have been traveling a lot i travel all over all over the world pleasure and business and right now i'm very excited about a reiki one class that i have coming up in in southern california in the los angeles area next week teaching reiki one is is such a such a transformative process for myself and for others so i'm looking forward to that
0: thank you for that awesome introduction So here at My7Chakras, we believe in the power of Ichin and Sanzin, a Buddhist term which means that there are 3000 worlds, possibilities or outcomes from a single thought. In other words, there is infinite potential in a single thought concept or idea. So we usually start our show with an inspiration quote that will get us into a space of awareness, learning and compassion. So Mala, what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us an example of how you use this quote to your everyday life.
1: Yes. So this quote is from Mikao Yasui. Mikao Yasui is the Grand Master of Reiki. And he said, First, the mind must be healed. Second, the body must be made sound. If the mind is healthy, conforming to a path of integrity, then the body becomes sturdy of its own accord. And I love this because it allows me to get into the right mindset and to take responsibility for where my mind is, where my emotions are, because lots of times we think that we need to just go straight for the, the physical in order to heal something. But it's often when our mind is in alignment, when our mind is healthy and in within integrity, then our body becomes sturdy, as it says and healing can occur
0: that is such a great thought to begin our chat really profound so let's just say you are at a health retreat somewhere among the mountains and someone asks you mala what is the main focus at this point in life what would you tell them
1: the main focus in that moment i would say probably my breath focusing on my breath being in the moment
0: to the point And beautiful. Thanks for that. I think it reminds all of us that whenever we're trying to do something, we have so many thoughts that are going on in our mind, things that we have to do, things that we did. And sometimes we sort of tend to forget to be in the moment. So thanks for that reminder. You're welcome. So Marla, my seven chakras is all about learning about our chakras. So listeners, for those who don't know what a chakra is, the Sanskrit word chakra literally means a wheel or a disc. In yoga, meditation or Reiki, this term refers to wheels of energy throughout the body. Now, there are seven main chakras which are aligned along the spine, starting from the base of the spine through to the crown of the head. And these swirling chakras contain energy called Prana, which is the life force that keeps us vibrant, healthy and alive. So, Mala, could you tell us a little bit about the significance of chakras in your practice?
1: Oh, yeah. So Reiki is all about chakras. Reiki works with the chakra system. So I'll just give some information about what Reiki is and how it works. So Reiki is a hands-on healing energy that aligns and balances the chakras. And so this beautiful healing energy comes through the practitioners upper four chakras and through the hands and the hands are the extension of the heart chakra which is is where we give and we receive love so reiki's main main job or responsibility is to is to work with our chakras align them release stress so that the body can heal itself Reiki is a, a very healing and very empowering energy where it, it places the healing potential back onto the person who's receiving it. So if I was to give be giving Reiki to another, their responsibility is to pull it through me. So I'm a channel. I'm like a straw. And as they receive it and they're open to receive it, this energy will come to the body and work on the spirit, the mind, the emotions, and just aligning this being to their highest potential. So there may be a block in the heart chakra. There may be something holding back in the sacral chakra. My way of using it as well is like when I'm talking to people and they're telling me about their story and what's going on with them, I'm able to really listen to them and understand where they're coming from from the chakra standpoint. So very clearly, if someone tells me that they're having an, an issue... And they're having a lot of, we will take an easy example, they're having a sore throat and they're not able to, to speak up for themselves. It's pretty obvious that that's in the throat chakra and there's a block there. So I'm going to be holding space there and allowing for the energy, you know, kind of directing the energy into that area. And I... I love the chakras. I feel like they're such an important piece for anyone who's in healing or who anyone who wants to dive into learning more about taking responsibility for their own health because when we learn about the different attributes of each of the chakras, we can really look deep deeply into our lives. We can look at all the different layers of our lives, all of our stories and how everything is so connected with the chakras. It's just like a, a map for life. It's a design for life. And we each have that design within within our own being.
0: Wow, magnificent. I really love listening to this particular answer because each of our guests has a unique experience with the chakras in their life. And these experiences always keep me inspired. So thanks for that. We're going to dive a little bit deeper here. So Marla, could you tell us a little more about this wonderful practice of Reiki? What do you like most about the practice and how has it benefited your life so far?
1: So starting with how it's benefited my life so far, then I'll tell you how I kind of got started with Reiki. I have always been interested in using my hands and have always known that they were healing. And I was also very much on a spiritual path. And however, I was always coming from the place of I am broken and I need to be fixed. And with this energy of Reiki, it is a spiritual practice as as well. So it has allowed me to better myself that coming from a place of love, coming from a place of wanting to align myself with my highest potential, align myself with the most loving choice for myself and for others. So Reiki for me has slowed me down. It has allowed me to find myself to be empowered by my own choices and really look and jump out of the victim mode and into the empowering mode. Reiki is, that's one of the things I love about Reiki and I love, one of the reasons I love to teach Reiki. I love to share Reiki one-on-one, but there's something very powerful about, it was very powerful about empowering someone else to become a Reiki practitioner because now they have the power to to put their hands on themselves and and love themselves and to heal themselves. So I shared a little bit about what Reiki is. So it's if you take the word Reiki and you split it into two, you have Ray and Key. Ray which stands for universal life force energy, the energy that's all around us. Some people call it spirit or nature or god, whatever your idea of what that is, universal life force. And then Key which is chi or prana, which is that unique expression of this universal life force. So when you bring those two together, you have Reiki, you have unconditional love. And we all know that unconditional love is very, very powerful. And it is what I believe that we're all essentially seeking in our lives, is just to know that we are are loved. And so this energy that is channeled from a practitioner is like i said channeled from the upper four chakras and we are that straw that i had mentioned before and as it works with the chakras it slowly and with this with loving grace can align us to not only what our what we believe is our highest potential but even so much more and so that's a little bit about what reiki is and why i love to share it is it keeps showing up for me In my life, in so many ways, I'm a mother, and so just teaching some of these practices to my, you know, my two-year-old, he's already giving Reiki, Reiki to himself, love, love, love when he gets an owie, and and just dropping into myself in a deeper way so I can connect with others just in my in my personal relationships.
0: I love that you mentioned a place of love aligning with your true potential that is within you and to find yourself and I love the words that you actually used for this answer for moving from being a victim to really being empowered and in fact just recently a guest shared with us the importance of words because with every word comes a spelling and within a spelling is nothing but a spell Mm. and if you use the right words you put a spell that takes you towards abundance and you use the wrong words well you know what can happen in that case so thanks for reminding us once again i like that (laughs) now mala you are a living light reiki master for the benefit of our audience could you tell us is there a difference between a reiki master and a light Reiki master?
1: So Living Light Reiki is an organization that does the traditional Yusui method. So Mikau Yusui is, our, is the Grand Master of Reiki. There are different lineages. There's Karuna Reiki, uh, there's Holy Fire Reiki. So there's different Types of Reiki, and this is the traditional Yasui Living Light Reiki. is is an organization that has many Reiki masters, many practitioners, many people who are receiving and sharing and learning Reiki through that organization. And I am the Living Light Reiki master on the West Coast.
0: So we now know about your experience with Reiki. We know what is Reiki, but how did you begin your practice with Reiki and what were you doing before you began this practice? Yes. Tell us a story behind it.
1: So, yes, I was, I, I shared a little bit with you before, but I was really on this journey of self-healing. And at the time I was really struggling with um, an eating disorder and feeling really out of sorts with my body and my weight and was really, really challenged and really was looking for a way to heal myself and to get rid of this food issue. When I was at a support group for an eating disorder where when I met a woman who was giving herself Reiki there and I was very attracted to what she was doing. And I began to fall in love w- with this energy. And so what I had found through this process was a way of loving myself taking care of myself, taking care of my body. And more self-love is what I have learned. And from this whole process and my own journey with an eating disorder, which really was taking over a considerable amount of my life, the time in my, even in my own head, the thoughts that were coming, I was able to really bridge bringing this Reiki into this part of myself and from that and from a deep healing and a deep surrender to self-love that Reiki kept showing me over and over and over again I have then stepped in to wanting to share what I have learned with others through my Reiki for Weight Balancing and my Love Your Body, Love Yourself program and so it's been a long journey for me and I have I have used Reiki, like I said, in m- most parts of my life. And this aspect of my life, which was one of m- the biggest struggles, and it is it is for a lot of women and a lot of men too, and a lot of women who are really struggling with accepting themselves. I think bo- the body image is an epidemic in our culture today. And it's important to share with women and with young young girls the importance of loving themselves and accepting themselves for where they are right now in this moment. And so for me, that is really what I'm passionate about sharing with others.
0: Inspiring. It's really amazing how one thing leads to another and finally leads us to where we are today so wonderful thanks a lot for sharing
1: i so agree with you that i believe that if when you take that step for healing and if you do it with the clearest and the most open of intentions if you say to spirit i want to be healed i want to have an experience with you spirit it will always show up And it may show up in the the strangest of ways, (laughs) but it will always be there if if we really ask.
0: So for a person listening to the show right now and wants to try Reiki for the very first time in life, what are certain benefits that this person could obtain from a Reiki therapy in the short term and then on a long term basis?
1: In the short term, when you receive Reiki, it's usually on a massage table or you're usually sitting in a chair. The first thing you're going to get is peace you're going to get your breath. You're going to get just that dropping back into yourself. You're going to get a quiet mind. And all of those, those three aspects that I just said right now on a long-term basis, imagine if you could bring that into your life on a long-term basis, what could shift? What would be, how can you, you could bring this into your life? I have seen people come to Reiki one, have a Reiki session, and have an ailment completely healed with one session. Now, it does work on all three levels, on, on many levels, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And so, the longer and the more you're in the energy, the more clearing and the more opening that you're going to receive. So... And it's we're an onion, right? So there's always something that we're that we're allowing to open within us. So it's really whatever that person's journey is, and how deeply they want to take that journey to see what can open up and can be transformed in
0: their lives. Wow, that's huge. I think it's important for everyone to know the importance of long term. In the world of instant gratification, instant coffee, instant noodles, sometimes it makes sense to just take a step back, like you said, take a deep breath and look at the larger picture, look at the long-term benefits as well in addition to the short-term benefits. So thanks for that. You're welcome. Now, Marla, the alternative healing space is truly amazing, where at times miracles can take place. And I've heard of numerous healing stories in which people literally transformed their lives. So what is your biggest and most inspiring client success story till date?
1: Every time I teach a, a Reiki 1 class, I would say that I am amazed and so excited to be sharing this energy because I see these people light up I see their their whole wow. their whole being they come in a certain way and a month later or even even in that moment the amount of clearing and opening that happens with them and then some of the people of taking my classes when they first came to a Reiki one class to now they're in the Reiki master program that I'm teaching it's a year long program in seeing their life transform Form before my very eyes, and it's miraculous, and it's so beautiful, and I'm grateful that it happens to me a lot. Being able to see this transformation.
0: Hmm. But if if there was one example that you could share with us of that transformation for our audience to relate, what would that be?
1: I would say. I'll tell you a little story about a woman who came to me and she was coming to my Reiki circles and she was very distraught. She was very uncomfortable in her life. She was very woe is me. She was always in a relationship that was uh, abusive or just not good for her. She surrounded herself with people that weren't loving towards her. And the more she started coming to Reiki, the more she realized that there is another way. When she did take the Reiki one class, she had this light bulb open up and she stepped into like, oh, it is my responsibility to change my life. It's not outside of me that's going to make anything different. It's not this person or that person or this situation or this situation. It's me. I have to do that. And, and then from that, she started taking steps, giving herself more and more Reiki, being more and more loving with herself. And she's on her way to being a Reiki master right now. And she's the most beautiful being that I know. And I'm even surprised when I think about person that I met so many years ago.
0: Wonderful. I just can't believe it. And I like how you mentioned the light bulb moment. In fact, I'm sure a lot of people want to achieve something or the other. They want peace. They want better health. And the question is, how many times will you literally try before you give up? Mm -hmm. And the answer is right in front of you. Never give up till you find that light bulb moment because you never know behind which door is your light bulb moment. So thanks for reminding us. Mm-hmm. And I also know closely integrated with your practice is Kundalini Yoga. So could you talk a little bit about Kundalini Yoga and what it is exactly?
1: Oh, it's a beautiful yoga practice. It does, once again, work with the chakras. It's very different from from the normal uh, asana, vinyasa practice where it's a lot of flow. It is sometimes sitting and doing a specific mantra for a certain amount of time. It opens, once again, opens and clears the chakras. It is such a beautiful yogic practice. And I've had so many amazing experiences where I literally felt high and alive and open and transformed. And the people that I am a teacher, but the teachers that I have had as well, are just these beautiful beings that are holding such an amazing space and light for people to dive dive into themselves. Yeah, Kundalini Yoga. Go for it. It's fabulous.
0: Awesome. Thanks for that. So I'm sure our listeners know that the next time they might visit a yoga studio, instead of doing the Hatha yoga or maybe a Vinyasa yoga, they will ask about the Kundalini Yoga to yes. embrace it and, you know, enjoy that magic, those magical moments.
1: Absolutely. I, I went to a Kundalini Yoga class by mistake. Oh, really? One of those accidents that changed your life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Now, from what I understand, people who want to make a positive change might currently be experiencing varying levels of stress or pressure from multiple areas, maybe from their jobs, their relationships, business, or school so what are certain things a person needs to keep in mind before going in for one of your reiki sessions what do you normally tell your clients or your patients
1: i would tell them to a to just allow so not feel like they have to do anything And really let go of any expectations. Sometimes we have a certain expectation because someone said that they had a Reiki session and it looked like this or it felt like that. But really allow and trust. Trust the Reiki practitioner that you are receiving a session from and trust yourself. And I would say just breathe. And as much as you can relax, more energy will flow. And the good thing about it is, is that Reiki is very smart. It's going to go wherever is needed. You don't have to do anything.
0: So that is some really useful information for people who really, really want to make a positive change in their life and heal themselves. So Marla, from your experience, what is one highly beneficial health advice or tip that you could share with our audience, which can be implemented immediately? For example, one of our featured guests recently shared that having a cold shower Yeah. Early in the morning is really beneficial for you. So is there a health tip or advice that you could share with us?
1: Breathe. Inhale and exhale. Breathe down into your belly and just allow yourself to be with yourself. Just find your breath. That's my bit of advice for this moment.
0: Thanks a lot. In fact, That is so profound. And when I went to my yoga sessions for the first time, the instructor said, if there's one thing that you could learn from yoga, if there's just one thing, and that would be to learn how to breathe. Mm. Because in our everyday life, we sometimes think about so many things that we don't even breathe properly. And so by just being cognizant of that moment, being aware and remembering to take that full, deep, rich breath in, And outside, we will learn to live literally again. So, thanks for that. Yes, yes. So, let's move into the next phase of our show, which is all about a major challenge or learning moment. At My Seven Chakras, we are all about gaining life lessons from the experiences of our guests. It is only when we push ourselves beyond our limits that our success becomes meaningful to ourselves and respected by others. So, Mala, Tell us about a time when you were faced by a major challenge or barrier. Take us to that very moment. What were you feeling at that instance? And then how did you approach or overcome that challenge?
1: Well, I guess I'll go back into my story with my eating disorder and how Reiki kept showing up for me. And I remember some moments when I, you know, was just first starting to teach Reiki. And I would be... In a Reiki circle, this is an intimate story to tell, kind of a revealing story, so it's um vulnerable for me to share, but I will share it. I just remember putting my hands on someone and sharing with people about unconditional love and how to love ourselves more and I remember looking over at the mirror that was in the room, and I saw myself, and I immediately felt shame, felt uncomfortable in my body, felt a lot of despair. And I was like, it was once again, that light bulb, wow, here I am sharing this unconditional love with others. And I'm not willing to truly allow it on that deeper level to allow me to surrender to acceptance around my body and around where I was in my process around that. And so I really had to really look and really allow for Reiki in those places where I wasn't allowing it before. I wouldn't trust that I was going to be safe in my own, own body if I wasn't trying to control, trying being the key word, trying to control my food, trying to control my weight. It was such a wake-up call for me because I knew that I, if I really was going to be the the guide and the teacher that I want to be, and if, and if I want to be the woman that I want to be, I need, I must begin to love myself on all levels. And for me, that was on the physical level that was the most challenging for me. And so... Yeah, <laughs> that was that was really really big and really really a major part of my of my growth and me stepping into finding the way of doing that and now teaching that and sharing that with other
0: women. So looking back now, what is that one major life lesson you would want our listeners to take away from your story?
1: Hmm, the power of acceptance. Really the power of acceptance and the power of loving oneself, regardless of whether you're perfect or you're you've done something wrong, wrong, I'm saying in you know, quotes. And just just allowing yourself to be the person that you are and really accepting yourself wherever you are right now. It doesn't mean we don't that we're not wanting to grow. It doesn't mean that we're not wanting to become a better person or more loving or whatever your story is. But in this moment in time, acceptance is key in order to really be stepping into allowing for more love within your process, within your healing process.
0: Thanks a lot. And I think it resonates in my mind that only if we accept the person In the mirror, can we become the person who we were destined to be? So thanks for reminding us.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So first off, thank you for sharing your precious life lessons with us and allowing us to learn from your experiences. Going back to a challenging moment, especially when we were in pain, is something that we usually avoid. But at My7Chakras, we strongly believe that our experiences only make us stronger and wiser thanks again Mm -hmm. so marla now that we've learned from your experiences facing a major challenge we are now moving on to the next portion of our show which is all about finding the reason we've been placed on this earth we're going to talk about finding your true calling or your purpose so listeners When you find your true calling, it's a different feeling of happiness, empowerment and fulfillment. You'll realize that you've been training for your calling since the moment you were born. And just when you need it most, the right people will show up with just the right tools you'll need to support you on your journey. So in case you haven't found your calling yet, hang on. Because you never know when you have that big aha moment or that light bulb moment. So my question to you, Marla, is have you found your calling? If yes, what is your calling in that case?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've definitely found my calling. I, I love what you said as far as keep looking, keep searching, because one door opens, and you may think that that's your calling, but behind that door is even maybe a bigger step into that calling and then that next place. So I, I feel like that's been my journey as well, finding Reiki, having this deep healing with um, with my body and with my body image, and aligning and bringing Reiki and helping women is really my calling, really my mission and empowering people with Reiki energy. I feel so excited that I get to do this every day, every moment.
0: (laughs) That's wonderful. I'm sure that when you first discovered your calling, you might have felt really empowered because you could say with conviction that this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. Is that correct?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, the rest of our lives, right? We know that it will always, there could be something else that is After I have found this and there may be something else that opens up, but I know in this moment that I am, I am in the right place. I'm sitting in the right chair. I'm wanting to share a service that I know that is in complete alignment with myself and where God wants me to be.
0: So from the Buddhist term that I shared earlier, life is all about magic moments. So what is that one moment that you can share with our listeners about finding your calling beyond which you said, you know what, this is what I would love to do. So let's go back in time, Marla. Let's hear that story.
1: So you want it? You want my magical story?
0: The magical moment right there.
1: (laughs) The magical moment was all about chocolate. Wow. <laughs> I had restricted chocolate in my life because I was pretty much addicted to it and it wasn't good for me. And when I finally found peace with my food choices, and I allowed chocolate it back into my life. That was a magical, magical moment for me <laughs> <laughs> to just be at, at peace with my my choices around food, my choices around um, once again my weight. But I know everyone knows the power and the magic of chocolate, and that was mine.
0: <laughs> you know what? I don't know what is it about chocolates. I bought a bag of chocolate biscuits the other day, and I just can't stop. I know. They're- it's it's chocolate is magic for sure (laughs) so marla with that we've reached the final round the wisdom round where i will ask you a series of questions and you will respond with nuggets of wisdom just like in a rapid fire round during this round our listeners will get to listen to nuggets of wisdom get inspired and obtain actionable steps that they can take right away so marla are you ready
1: i am ready
0: awesome At My7Chakras, we strongly believe that great habits can dramatically enhance the quality of your life. So if you had to recommend a personal habit that contributes to your well-being, what would that be?
1: Surround yourself with loving people. Surround yourself with people that you know have your back and that you feel good and you feel supported.
0: Hmm. So Marla, describe the first two hours of your day. What is your morning ritual? What's my morning
1: ritual? Well, I usually wake up from my two-year-old son giving me kisses and hugs. So that's a wonderful way to wake up. And after that, he will usually play for a little bit and I will I get to sit there and do some meditation. Sometimes it's 10 minutes, sometimes it's longer. And he knows to not interrupt me until we hear the little bell. Sometimes he does come and sit in my sit in my lap and meditate with me, which is lovely. And Recently, I've been going on walks in nature. We have a lovely path. We bring the dog and some friends come and we go and take a walk in through the mountains of Topanga in in California. So that's about my first two hours.
0: Beautiful. I'm sure a lot of young moms out there want to teach their two-year-olds or three-year-olds Reiki like you have.
1: Oh, it's so wonderful. <laughs> it's it's so easy. They're, they're so tapped in. They so know exactly what's going on.
0: Wonderful. Well, later on, we're going to share exactly how you can get in touch with Marla and find out how to teach Reiki to your kids. So Marla, our next question is, what is the best advice you have ever received?
1: Slow down.
0: I love that. Yes, <laughs>
1: slow down. That was like I and I've received that advice from many people and I finally started to listen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for reminding us. I think we all need that reminder from time to time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we know that reading books can be really inspiring and life-changing. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: I love My Journey with the Chakras. One of the first books that I read was at Anatomy of the Spirit with Carolyn Miss. It's such an amazing book. It goes through the chakras, explains them. It's it's beautifully written. It's so deep and, and so loving. And I I love that book. That was the book I read right at the beginning of my Reiki, my Reiki time.
0: Phenomenal. So Chakra listeners, you can find links to all the resources that we discuss about. In the show notes. So Marla, I've truly enjoyed listening to the stories and learning from the wisdom that you have gained over the years. Those stories that you shared were so inspiring. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're really grateful for today. Tell us the best way we can find you. And then we'll say adios.
1: Mm, I'm so grateful for singing Rainbow Connection to my son today. <laughs> And how can you find me? So my website is Mm -hmm. MarlaMervisReiki.com, MarlaMervisReiki.com, and I have a free gift for your listeners. If you go to my website on the homepage, it will say, press here for free gift, and you will get a link to one of the tracks of my journeying through the Chakras CD. I have a journeying through the Chakras CD that Whoa. I believe that your listeners would love. It goes through each of the chakras, and you get to have an experiential, exper- experiential experience. <laughs> and you also get to, through <laughs> this, you get to a deeper understanding of each of the chakras. And it's beautiful if I don't say so myself. So if you go there, you can <laughs> see that. And you can also go and check out my Reiki for Weight Balancing website. Mm. So it's reikiforweightbalance.com. And I have an upcoming Reiki for Weight Balance teleclass that is mm-hmm. coming in October. So if you want to go to that or send me an email, you'll see the link on these websites. I would love to have you join if you are also in the journey of finding that acceptance with your body.
0: So for the benefit of the listeners, how can they get access to that teddy class, uh, w- could you repeat again, what exactly are they supposed to do?
1: They can go to the website com, okay. and on there you can sign up for it. I will have a free webinar coming up in a couple weeks and I would love to have you on that so you can get a chance to better um, get to know me and
0: my message wow thanks for being so incredibly kind and the gift that you shared is perfect for our show i'm sure our listeners will love the wonderful gift that you have provided them
1: thank you wonderful to be here thank you so much and thank you to all the listeners
0: yeah so Marla, thank you for coming on our show today and inspiring our listeners i hope our paths cross again sometime really soon you have a wonderful week ahead filled with inspiration peace of mind and love
1: and you as well Listening to My Seven Chakras at www.mysevenchakras.com.